0: This podcast is a production of Faith Living Church. If you like what you hear, join us for church sometime in our Plantsville, Connecticut location, Saturdays, 6 p.m. or Sundays, 9 and 11 a.m. or online anytime at faithlivingchurch.com.
1: We started a couple weeks ago talking about developing an all-in relationship with God. And that's kind of what we want to continue with it's the thing that changes our life more than about anything you can ever possibly do when you're developing this relationship, an all in relationship with God. Uh, let's start off here in Jose. Hosea. Hosea. Hosea, uh, chapter 10, verse 12.
0: I said, Plant the good seeds of righteousness.
1: Plant the good seeds of righteousness. Goodness. You know, Godliness, Christ likeness is what he's talking about here. Uprightness. Plant these seeds of right standing with God. And and think about this for a moment. You are all, each one of you, are planting seeds. You, You do every day of your life. What kind of seeds are you planting? Think about that for a moment. But he says here,
0: plant the good seeds of righteousness and you will harvest a crop of my love.
1: So God says, we're going to harvest a crop of his love. And he expresses his love to us in so many awesome, wonderful ways. And God is love. I don't know what you've been experiencing in your life, but I'm telling you, it's not just that God loves us. He is love. That's, that's the origin of love. He is love. Love. And he says, and will harvest a crop of his love.
0: Plough up the hard ground of your hearts.
1: Now the King James Bible says, plow up the fallow ground. Fallow means hard. You know, this overgrown, this uncultivated, that's just been left, you know, abandoned, hadn't been plowed up for a long time. It's full of rocks, it's full of uh, weeds full of thorns, and the Bible is talking about plow up this hard ground of your heart.
0: We did that this year in our yard.
1: We did. We we have a garden about the size of the were here. Think yeah, uh, about yeah. Almost a bit smaller, but uh, I plowed up another spot of our yard of our front yard. Don't have to blow it no more. <laughs> <laughs> we did that this past year, and it was fallow. It was full of rocks. And... It was
0: hard ground. Oh, lots it, of rocks. it was. Yeah.
1: But we grew if lots of awesome some vegetables rocks, in say. it. We really did. But you think about that, just uncultivated areas, hardness of heart. You've been hard toward <clears throat> who knows what, but the Bible says plow it up. You know, because God wants something wonderful and beautiful and awesome to grow in your heart. He genuinely doesn't. He can't do it, you know, when it's hard and all.
0: Now plow up the hard ground of your hearts, for now is the time. To
1: now. Speak. That's talking about today. <coughs> We're not here by accident. Today, he says now, immediately, now is the time. To seek the Lord. Wow. Now's the time to seek the Lord. Now's the time to go all in. Is this all in? And is this the way we are in our relationship with God? God, who created us, has a purpose and a plan for our life, loves us. Crazy like. And he wants us to go all in. And it transforms us and it changes our lives. in also in amazing and wonderful ways. Because God loves us. He's crazy about us. He really is. So let's read that verse one more time.
0: And I said, plant the good seeds of righteousness and you will harvest a crop of my love. Plow up the hard ground of your hearts. For now is the time to seek the Lord. That he may come and shower righteousness upon you.
1: Shower righteousness and goodness. And his righteous gift of salvation. There ain't nothing like knowing that I've been forgiven. I've been cleansed of everything. God's written my name in the book of life. And he hears me when I pray. And he answers me when I pray. Now, you might say, well, he didn't answer. I tell you what. We can learn how to pray. Lots of times when we pray, we're not all in, but you can learn as you get closer to almighty God and you're all in and he teaches us how to pray and how to worship him and how to access his resurrection power and the things that changes us and the change, things that answers our prayers and, and just brings a fulfillment in our life like nothing else can when you're all in. And I want to challenge you to go all in. I challenge you to go all in. And before the service is over, well, as, at the end of the service, I have this bucket here. And I have this one here so Susan can go all in. Hey, you need some help?
0: Yes, please. So I don't call.
1: Okay. And I have one over here in front of this door and I have one back there front of that door right there and it might just be a little piece of the prayer of your heart as you're leaving and I'll explain it as as we progress you might just want to just I'm just going to take just a second and I'm going to act out my prayer I want to go all in for you I want to know you I'm not talking about religion I'm not a very religious guy I'm talking about having a relationship with almighty God that's what I'm talking about and I want to be all in All in. Okay. Oh, you're not going to say all in?
0: Well, I can. No, I'm teasing. I'm
1: teasing. (laughs) Okay. She's my wife. I can pick on her if I want to.
0: That's what we do.
1: That's what we do. (laughs) That's right. Okay.
0: Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break
1: through and steal. Have you ever had any malls to store anything? Yeah. Have you ever had anything rust? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anything stolen? Yep. Well, we don't want just our life to be exposed to all that destruction. And if that's all we're doing, well, we're not all in. We're all out. <laughs> and we're just trying to do it on our own when God created you for a purpose and he's got a fantastic, wonderful, awesome purpose for you. And I'm not talking about something that's religious. I'm talking about having a relationship with the almighty God. And Jesus says, you go to Papa God. Jesus said, don't even ask me for anything. That's what the Bible says. I think we studied a couple weeks ago. Jesus says, don't ask me for anything. But you go to Our Father, God, and you tell him I sent you. Here's my credit card. Say, Jesus sent me. And Jesus is the one who died on the cross paid for our sins and rose from the dead. So we can go all in. And whatever you need from Father, he's there.
0: Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.
1: Where your treasure is, that's where you'll be all in. And your treasure is in a relationship with God, and God comes through and He helps us in our times of need, like nothing else can. That's for sure.
0: No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon.
1: Mammon is materialism. It's not wrong to have material goods, but when your whole heart is consumed in material goods, you know, we miss so much of what we were created for. That's what he's talking about here.
0: Therefore, I say unto you take no
1: thought. The- Take no thought means don't worry. You know, worry not. (laughs) Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat
0: or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment?
1: So he says, don't worry How about what you're going to eat. Now it's 9.36. It's not 12 o'clock. It's not lunchtime yet. It says, don't worry about what you're going to eat, don't worry about what you're going to drink, and don't worry about what you wear. Those are, are three things that people worry about that their life resolves. They're, they're all in. So, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? What am I going to do today? Oh, What am I going to wear today? Am I fashionable? Now, I know a lot of you guys come because I always dress very fashionable. <laughs> do you pick up my wardrobe for me? No. No, yeah. she doesn't, but maybe she should. <laughs> I wash your wardrobe for you. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, but some people, that's, their life revolves around all of that. But he's telling us. I
0: did at Christmas. What's that? I picked out what you were going to wear. Oh, you did? What was it? We had matching red sweaters.
1: Remember? Oh, we did.
0: Once a year. Yeah. That's awesome. Go. Thank you. Therefore, take no thought for your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air. For they sow not, neither do they reap. Nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they?
1: Are are you much better than all the birds? Yes. We saw birds out our window this morning. A great big old hawk. Might have been an eagle. We think we saw an eagle there one day. But a big old hawk was out there, and little birds were just trying to get away from him, you know? But it's amazing. Those little birds found something to eat, and they escaped the hawk and things like that. And we have songbirds around our yard all the time. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Are they important to God? Yes. They are. But are you much more important to him? Yes. You're his child. You're his son. You're his daughter. That's just the truth of it.
0: Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit? To his stature.
1: Which of you, taking thought, just means to worry. So, can you just like... Okay. Did I grow any taller? No. I don't think worrying is going to help us to grow a cubic or an inch. Not at all.
0: And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow's cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith?
1: And what it's talking about is if, if God is the one who created the grass, and I don't know if you noticed, but every look little... Look how
0: beautiful, see?
1: The look the there! Field? All the walls there, and y'all thought it was wintertime. <laughs> Well, it is up on the mountains there, but so many blades of grass have little teeny flowers. And you never see them until you just lay out in your yard and you just take a peek down there. The magnifying glass helps. But what they would do in the biblical days, because they didn't have too much wood to burn, they would take bundles of dried grass, you know, and they would wrap them up really tight, and that's what they would warm their homes with. And that's what they would cook their food with, little bundles of grass. That's what he's talking about. But each little piece of grass has little flower, little blue flower, little pink flowers. You see some flowers out there? Those beautiful blue flowers. And God made those, And, and lots of times nobody will ever see those except him. You know? But he did that. Is he going to take care of us?
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's continue on.
0: Therefore, take no thought... Saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek.
1: There's a lot of folks who, they're, they're not covenant men and women. They have no relationship with God. <coughs> what their life is revolved around. They're, they're really not all in to God. They're just like, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? That, that's, that's what their life revolves around. What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear?
0: For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things.
1: Just like you. You know what your children need. We know what our children need. And moms and dads take real good care as best they can to, to meet the needs of their children. And our heavenly Father... He knows what we need. He's going to take care of us. And especially when we're all in. Because we find all the blessings of Almighty God, when we're all in, they're there. We discover them there. And although God has provided everything we have need of, sometimes we're just not all in where His blessings are at. We're we're, we're just not there. We're, We're pursuing a few blessings that we pick up, but we miss so many when we're not in developing our relationship with him and let me see here verse can i do 33 sure verse 33 says but seek ye fifth no excuse me seek ye first (laughs) seek ye first the kingdom of god put him first be all in seek ye first the kingdom of god well if i seek him First, I'm going to miss out on all the other stuff that I need. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God.
0: And his righteousness.
1: which some of his goodness and all. Uh, That means I'm, I'm really, I'm all in. And it says, and all these things shall be added unto you. You're not going to have to look so much about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. When you're all in, when you're seeking God first, that stuff comes chasing you down. And I visualize it this way so much of the time. You go into a store, you you want to buy something, you you go and you get what you're going, and you're going to the counter. And and a salesperson is back there, wait a minute, wait a minute. And you're going, why? I'm just getting ready to mark that down 90%. Okay, mark it down. Mm -hmm. A blessing came looking for you. You weren't trying to talk them into getting a better deal. Well, the Bible says you see God and his kingdom first, And all the things that you have need of, they're going to come looking for you. They're going to chase you down when you're all in. That's what I'm talking about. When you're all in. And how many of you pray? Three, four, five. (laughs) How would you like to pray effectively? Yeah. Because there is a way to pray non-effectively. Yes. It really is. And we need to learn about those things. But let me just share with you a very powerful verse in the Bible. And this is absolutely true.
0: Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 says, Keep on asking.
1: God don't mind you asking him about things. And talking to him and keep on talking. He don't mind that at all. He says, keep on asking And you will receive what you ask for. That's pretty simple. Keep on asking, and and you will receive what you ask for.
0: Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone
1: who asks. And what percentage is everyone? 100%. For everyone who asks, hundred percent Yep. Every verse for everyone who asks, receives. Do you say that? Yeah. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone, that's something a hundred percent. Who seeks, finds, and to everyone, that's a hundred percent again, who knocks, the door will be opened. What a promise. That is a fantastic promise. And we need to go through the promises. When you're all in, when you're all in relationship with God, and you're all into His Word and His promises, you can access those promises. That's what I'm talking about.
0: It's pretty neat. I, I'd forgotten about it, but if you look at ask, seek, and knock, the first letters of that spells ask.
1: A-S-K. Ask,
0: seek, and knock.
1: That's good. That's very powerful. Now, I've told this Huff, years ago at some point in time, but the way they used to uh, have ice they didn't have ice makers like we do today but they would go out on a lake and they would have these big old carts pulled by these big old horses and they'd take these big long saws and they'd knock a hole in the ice and they would saw these big old blocks of ice out of the lakes in the winter time you could do it today could you not absolutely and then they dragged them to the shore where they've got a great big old barn and they, they stack these big old blocks of ice in the barn, and they cover it, which is tons and tons and tons of sawdust. And then they saw off little blocks of ice, and they take it to people's homes. And you keep your stuff fresh that way. And then it, they keep ice all year round in the summer. in these big old barns, full of sawdust, it covers the ice blocks. And uh, one day, all these guys were doing their chores, so on ice and delivering ice and all these people were there and one of the guys said oh no I lost my golden pocket watch it was on a chain he lost it in the sawdust you know and doing his chores and all very valuable to him and everybody dug to sawdust and looking and looking and they could not find his pocket watch and then lunchtime time came everybody's tired of looking anyhow they went and they got him some lunch All except one boy. And he stayed in the barn there, and they closed the doors. And then it got quiet in there, and he lay back in the sawdust on a hot summer day. And he was just laying there, and he heard, tick, 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 tick. And he reached down through the sawdust, and he found the golden pocket watch. And you and I, we need quiet time to hear God. God is speaking to all of us, but sometimes we can't hear him or know what he's saying to us because we've got so much noise around us. We're never hardly in a room that some noise machine is not making noise and and hearing us, but we need some quiet time. We genuinely do. Charles Stanley, he said, Quiet time requires giving God your undivided attention for a predetermined amount of time for the purpose of talking to and hearing from Him. And that's when you're all in. I'm quiet. I'm talking to you, and I'm hearing from you, and I'm letting nothing distract that. When you're really genuinely all in. your, Your eyes are in, your ears, your mouth, your voice, your heart. All your actions are in. Uh, here's a question for you Do you have a scheduled time, a scheduled appointment with God every day? Yes. Two yeses and a lot of hmm. <laughs> um. yes. But the enemy of our soul would do everything he can to distract us. And I don't care if it's only five minutes or maybe it is an hour, but to have. An appointment with God. We really strive to keep all of our appointments. We really do. How many times have you ever gotten with a friend or something for just a little bit? And you, hey, we got to get together one day. We got to have lunch together. Or we got—have you ever said that? Mm-hmm. And you never did it. Yeah. Because you didn't make an appointment. So I challenge you. Let's schedule an appointment with God.
0: I think that's what that last song that we sang uh, today was all about. Just being caught up in his presence, you know.
1: Caught up in your presence. That was awesome. Sitting song. at his feet. It really is. Uh, let's listen to what uh, Psalms 5 says
0: Give ear to my words, O Lord.
1: Give ear to my words, O Lord. Say, so hear me when I pray. Give ear to my, my prayers, O Lord. You know, give ear to my words, O Lord.
0: Consider my meditation. What I'm
1: thinking about, what I'm pondering about, what I'm daydreaming about, consider my meditations. Hearken. Hearken just means listen. Heark, listen is what the psalmist is saying. This is a, a psalm of David. He says, hearken.
0: Unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray.
1: Unto thee, I'm all in. Unto thee, I'm going to pray to you what he's saying.
0: My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. When? In the morning.
1: When you're really putting God first, that's where you start, in the morning. Instead of coming to the end of your day, you go, oh, this was a terrible day. It's best to start off putting him first as we begin. All in. And he says,
0: my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up.
1: I'm going to start my day with Thee, all in. In the morning, will I direct my prayers unto Thee, and will look up, waiting, expectantly, for You to hear my prayers and to answer my prayers. And our prayers are better heard and are better answered when we're all in. We're in that place. We've made time for Him. But we're all in of our life. What a difference it makes. I promise you what a difference it makes in fulfillment and satisfaction when you're all in a re- to a relationship with your papa God. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So <clears throat> do we have those words that we can project up here? so we're going to try <clears throat> if you know these these words sing them, and if you don't, just read them, you know, but sing them, and that way you can cover it, and you, you do okay, but my, my voice is kind of squeaky this morning, you know, mm-hmm. kind of squeaky, so, but it goes like this, <clears throat> give it to my words, O oh Lord, consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry. My King and my God. For unto thee will I pray. Means I'm all in. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning. Will I direct my prayers unto thee and will look up? Now, that's the Bible. That's a psalm that David, who slew Goliath, that's a psalm. The same guy who wrote, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall, he wrote this, and he's just talking about being all in and developing an all-in relationship with God. And this gives us some coaching on how to do that.
0: Mark chapter 1 verse 9 says, One day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. As Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, you are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy.
1: Jesus was all in to being one and being in harmony and being in agreement with his father. Jesus was all in. He came to earth because he was doing what his father wanted him to do. He came to earth to pay for the sins of you and me so our sins could be forgiven and we could attract all of his goodness to us
0: the spirit then compelled Jesus to go into the wilderness where he was tempted by Satan for 40 days he was out among the wild animals and angels took care of
1: him hmm, because he was all in he was all in in agreement with his father God and he, his father God had sent angels to take care of him out of all these wild animals in this wilderness place
0: Later on, after John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee where he preached God's good news. The time promised by God has come at last, he announced. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news.
1: And it's good news. If if you think you've ever gotten bad news from God, you're mistaken. God brings us good news. He helps us in our times of need. He forgives us of all of our sins. He provides what we have need of. And God is crazy about you. He's not religious. Just a bunch of rules and regulations that somebody throws upon your life to try to control you. He's not. He loves us. And he always brings good news.
0: One day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Now what do you
1: think that Jesus was doing while he's walking along the shore? Uh, we've walked along the shores before, and you have the water there, and the waves coming up, and the seagulls and all that's going on. Papa God, we, we ask right now that you would help those in need. Yes. We hear that sorry and off in the distance. Somebody's in need, and it might be somebody we know. And we ask that you would help them, Papa God, and that you would help those first responders to get there in time. And We ask that you draw them all unto yourself yes. in Jesus' name. So the disciples were going along, I believe they were praying, you know, they were communicating, but Jesus was going along, talking to his father, and there was people all along the shore. Let's continue on.
0: He saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. Hmm. And they left their nets at once and followed him.
1: So he said, come and follow me. And when you're getting close to God, you, you, you feel that tug. He said, I want you to follow me. Believe in me. Come. And, and when we're all in, it changes things in our life. And Whoops. Sorry about that. <laughs> I kicked him the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kick the bucket in the service last night, did I? No. Wow. I tell you what though, when I kick the bucket for real, I can't wait to kick off my shoes and slide down those streets of gold in my sock feet one of these days. That's going to happen because he's prepared a place for us. Okay, let's go on.
0: And they left their nets at once and followed him. They
1: left. They left everything they were dependent on. Why? Because Jesus said, come and follow me.
0: They couldn't take it all with
1: them. They couldn't take it all all with them, you know. But, but even if you have a, a great career and a great family and all, and that's wonderful. Those are things that God has sent your way, but you can still be all in and thank God for all the things he's done for us. But Jesus was telling these disciples, uh, men who was going to become his disciples, he said, follow me. I, I've got some special plan for you. And, and, and they went all in. They really did.
0: A little farther up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once, and they also followed him.
1: All in. Several batches of people along the shore, Jesus just said, hey, follow me. They had heard rumors that Jesus had come and he had healed the sick and, and just did miraculous things and was giving people hope and all. He was saying, follow me, follow me. Follow me. That's what he's challenging us today, to follow him, to, to be all in, is what he's talking about. And they left the stuff, their whole livelihood, they, they left their careers, their business, because Jesus said to. And he's not asking you to leave your career. He's not asking you to leave your, your family. He's not but whatever he is asking, a lot of stuff that distracts us from him. And he just wants us to be all into a relationship with him. He's going to provide. And every good thing you have, it all came from the Father, from above.
0: And they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. Jesus and his companions went to the town of Capernaum. When the Sabbath day came, he went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority. Real
1: authority. He wasn't just saying a bunch of words, trying to control people, and manipulate them, but Jesus had real authority.
0: Quite unlike the teachers of religious law.
1: Hey, quite unlike the religious. Jesus was not a religious kind of a guy. A bunch of rules and regulations. Jesus offers us a relationship.
0: Suddenly, a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God.
1: The the demon in this person tried to attract all the attention to himself, away from Christ.
0: But Jesus reprimanded him. Be quiet, come out of the man, he ordered.
1: Jesus is the Almighty. He is the Most High, and he speaks with authority, and he's given us his word.
0: And that evil spirit screamed through the man into a convulsion and then came out of him. Amazement gripped the audience and they began to discuss what had happened. What sort of new teaching is this, they asked excitedly. It has such authority, even evil spirits obey his orders.
1: Because Jesus was all in, in harmony, in agreement with his Papa God and with Holy Spirit.
0: The news about Jesus spread quickly throughout the entire region of Galilee. After Jesus left the synagogue with James and John, they went to Simon and Andrew's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was sick, in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about her right away. So he went, in, we, he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her.
1: The fever left her. Because Jesus was all in. Did you know you can be all in the same way? Continue on.
0: And, she, the, and the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. And
1: then she went all in. It was like, wow, I've been feeling so bad. And Jesus lifted her up, and she began to feel so good. And she said, hey, y'all sit down. I'll be here with the meal for you in just a moment. She was all in to serve Jesus.
0: That evening after sunset, many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with various diseases, and he cast out many demons. But because the demons knew who he was, he did not allow them to speak.
1: Hmm. And and there's a secret, there's a, a key to the power that Jesus had flowing through him, And all these miraculous things that was taking place. There was a key. And let's just look at this one verse here. Verse 35. Before daybreak. Be- before daybreak. That That means before the sun even thinks about shining. Before daybreak.
0: The next morning Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to
1: pray. Because Jesus... He was all in to praying which just simply means talking to his father God and he prayed and that's where he received power And, and the Holy Spirit was given unto Jesus and I don't know if you know this or not but in the book of Mark chapter 16 the last few verses there Jesus says and these signs will follow you if you follow him if you're all in and you believe in Jesus the Bible says look at that Mark chapter 16 says these signs shall follow you it says you will lay hands on sick people have you ever laid a hand on a sick person yes. and they got better yep. the Bible says you believers will lay hands on the sick and, and they'll get all better and you will cast out demons you You're not just looking for them and chase them down, but if there's one somewhere, you'll cast them out. He says you'll speak in other tongues. I don't know if you understand that or not, but that's praying the perfect will of God. It's not to show off or act spiritual or something like that. There's all kinds of miraculous power available when you're all in to praying, and you get in agreement with Papa God, with Jesus, and with Holy Spirit. You get in agreement. You're, you're, you're united in harmony because you're all in. And miraculous things happen just because you believe in Jesus. That's, that's what the Bible says.
0: And some people might think that those are things that just pastors should do. But it's, that's not what the scripture says. It says as
1: believers,
0: any of us as believers, as simple believers, we can do those things. Lay hands on the sick and they will recover.
1: That's exactly right. If you go, well, that stuff would never happen with me. You're right because according to your faith be it unto you and you go hey can't happen with me he won't force you but when there's a man or a woman who goes I'm all in I'm willing Lord I, I, I'm willing for you to work in me and through me to change this world in which I live and that happens let me just ask has anybody here ever ever allowed the Holy Spirit to work through you and someone was healed or prayer was answered just raise your hand anybody here See, six hands. Anybody want to? Mm -hmm. It's like, would you allow God's power to flow to you and through you? I'm not talking about some religious. I'm not talking about some church something. I'm just talking about members of your own family, people in your own community, that God can work through you when you're all all in.
0: Daniel chapter 11, verse 32 says, And the people that do know their God...
1: They're, They're all into this relationship... With God.
0: Shall be strong and do exploits.
1: Exploits is talking about heroic acts and deeds. Miraculous kinds of things. The people that do know their God. They're all into this relationship with God. Shall be strong and do exploits. And Jesus knew his father. His Papa God. And he did great and miraculous kinds of things. And great possibilities. Possibilities. You know, are all around about us. And we have great advantage when we're all into our relationship with God.
0: Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 says, So we,
1: and this is Paul talking with some other disciples.
0: So we have continued praying for you.
1: And he's talking about the church. He said, we continue to pray for you, the church.
0: Ever since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you a complete understanding of what he wants to do in your lives. And, and we, right
1: now, we're going to do exactly what Paul says. We've continued praying for you. And, and we pray for you guys, just so you know, all the time. We, we genuinely do. And we pray, just like Paul said here. We ask that God would give you complete understanding of what he wants to do. In your lives. Would you like some understanding. Of what God wants to do in your lives. And, and how he wants to bless you. And lead you and guide you. And we pray. Paul went on to say.
0: And we ask him to make you wise. With spiritual wisdom.
1: Oh, Papa God we ask that you would give. Wisdom. Spiritual wisdom. Yes, to each and every man, woman, boy and girl. Who is in this place. And who is joining us online right now.
0: And the way you live will always honor and please the Lord.
1: When you're all in, your ways will please and honor the Lord.
0: And you will continually do good, kind things for others. When you're all in,
1: you're going to do good and kind things for others.
0: All the while, you will learn to know God better and better.
1: Better and better. All in. All in means 100% in. And you can get to know God better and better. Did you know that? I've gotten to know my wife better. Even this last year, even during the pandemic. We've got a lot closer, haven't we? Mm -hmm. Did you know that you can get closer and closer to your spouse, to your kids, to your neighbors? You can get to know them better. And you can get to know God better. I'm not talking about religious stuff. But you can get to know God better and better and better. We're all in, 100% in, you know?
0: Luke chapter 1. Verse 37, for nothing is impossible with God.
1: And this is an angel telling Mary about conceiving a baby and giving birth and naming him Jesus, okay?
0: Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant and I am willing to accept whatever he wants.
1: Mary said, I'm the Lord's servant. I'm I'm all in. She, She loved God and she trusted God and she said, I am the Lord's servant. And I'm willing to accept whatever he wants. Would you read those verses right there again?
0: For nothing is impossible with God. And Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. I'm all in. And I'm willing to accept whatever he wants.
1: I'm I'm willing to accept. Even if the whole town and community is going to be upset because I'm, I'm with child and I'm not married as of yet. Because God had told this miraculous thing. She said, I'm all in. Because I know you know what's best for me. The, the mother of Jesus was all in. And people misunderstood in the beginning. We understand a little bit better now. But all things are possible through almighty God.
0: And then she said, may everything you have said come true.
1: Everything. Everything that you have said, may it all come true. I'm all in. I am all in. Have you ever said that to God? I, I'm all in for you. May everything you said in your Word about me may it come to pass. You know. So I challenge you today. Think about this to make a commitment to a predetermined. You, you got to determine this not just accidentally, but a predetermined amount of time you're going to make for God. Daily, preferably in the morning, but you can do it at night. You can do it any time of the day at night. You can do it as often as you want. But predetermined. say, I- I'm going to meet you, God, at oh, dark 30 in the morning, you know? Sometimes that's harder to do, or oh, dark 30 at night, you know? Or I've got a predetermined time I'm going to spend with you. Just talking to you like you talk to your, your, your spiritual grandfather, you know? You talk to God. Because he loves you. He's crazy about you. And you know God laughs. Yep. he God is not mad at you. He is wonderful to be around. He laughs. He smiles. He loves you. He's crazy about spending time with you. That's just the truth. And he's got so much planned for you.
0: I know a few years ago we had thought about the fact that, um, you know, in the... Uh, in, Genesis it talk, in Genesis, it talks about the evening and the morning were the first day. And then the Jewish uh, week or their day starts in the evening, it starts at sunset. And so um, we had challenged people if you're not a morning person, if you are going to have your quiet time with God in the evening, look at it that way that you're, you're starting your day with God the evening before. Instead of just hashing out everything that's gone on the day, be preparing for what's going to happen tomorrow. And that can...
1: uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for pointing that out. Let's uh, think about this for a moment, that we don't want to just be earth-bound. And when I say earth-bound, I'm talking about like a buzzard. you all know what a buzzard is? Yeah. Yeah. Three hands. Wow. Well, a buzzard is also referred to as a vulture, and although they got wings, most of the time they like to hang out down here on the earth eating dead stuff. That's what buzzards do, and we don't need to be like a an old buzzard and an old vulture. Uh, we got spiritual wings. Uh, listen to what the scripture here says.
0: Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord.
1: Those who wait expectantly on the Lord. Those who wait expectantly on the Lord. Will find new strength. New strength. And we can use some new strength. Definitely.
0: Will find new strength. They will fly high on wings like eagles. Oh.
1: They're all in. I don't know if you know this, but you study about the birds. The eagle is one of the greatest birds with the greatest height he can fly above most all other birds. And the eagle can get up there, and there can be hurricane-force winds coming at him just to pluck him and just to rip wings and legs and, and head off. Terrible storm. But an eagle, when he comes into this terrible storm... He looks upward. He he lifts his head upward, expectantly, and the force of the storm hits him and shoots him up over top of the storm. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, when you go home today, roll your window down for a little bit because it's cold Mm -hmm. out there, put your hand out the window. As a kid, did you ever put your hand out the window? And you do this, what happens? And that's what an ego does. And the enemy of our soul sends lots of storms at you. And you can be more than a conqueror. You can overcome every storm that the enemy of our soul throws against us. And when you're all in, and you're just looking toward Him, you're waiting upon Him, you're looking upward, and the force of that storm that's trying to destroy you, catapults you, you become truly an overcomer. You come over the storm, and it doesn't hurt you, but it actually helps you. That's what I'm talking about.
0: But those who wait on the Lord will find new strength. They will fly high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint.
1: Hmm. That's amazing that he gives us his strength. Now I've got something to show you in these bags right here. Can you see these? I've got, how many would you say? Hundreds. I was going to say thousands. But hundreds of thousands of chips. And I tried to eat some dip with these chips, but these things are tough chips. These are poker chips. That's what they are. But I ordered them for you guys. But I thought I was ordering great big poker chips. But I got these little ones. Okay, and and even though they're small, they didn't send no dip, and I tried some <laughs> di- and it's just not really good. But I'm going to give you all a chip, okay? And uh, so we're going to give you those chips, and can you see inside that bag? Maybe not, but there's hundreds of red sharpies, permanent markers. And what I want you to do, uh, here, would you hold hold those? I'll be right back. Okay. Don't go away. (coughs) And here's your tips. There's no dip, okay? (laughs) Just chips. They're very hard. Now, I really wanted to get bigger chips. So don't let kids play with these little ones because they're little, you know. Uh, but I'd like you to take your, one of these Sharpies, and if you'd like to keep the Sharpie, Sharpie is yours. They're brand new. I opened them myself in this back room here. They're yours. If you don't want them, just leave them laying right here, and we'll disinfect them, and we'll use them for VBA or something or another. But what I'd like you to do is take that chip. Take your little magic marker and put on one side, put your initials. Have you ever, now you've got to understand something, I am not advocating gambling at all. And it is not a gamble to put your trust in Almighty God. It's a sure thing. But I have seen something I have seen something when people were gambling and I like this this term and they're sitting there and they got all these ships that represent hundreds and thousands of dollars and they think they got a good hand. And then what do they say? All in. All in. Well I'm going to tell you something because of what Jesus has done for us. I can say all in. And so when we leave in just a a couple of moments I want you to swing by and I've got bags of these so don't be fearful that if you you I took two chips you know. have no dip but you got the chip. Uh, And you write your initial on it and this is a permanent marker and then you take that and you put it in your pocket you can put it on a mirror, put it somewhere where you see it every day in your pocket, you feel it in there with your car keys. You put a little something on the dash of your car. Somewhere where it just reminds you, I'm all in for Jesus. He, he gave his life for me. And he rose from the dead for me. And he's knocking at the door of my heart. And he wants to come into my life and forgive me my sins. And he wants to restore me. And make something beautiful in my life. And so put it somewhere where you'll see it for the rest of your life. And just to remind you, that chip, I have my, my initials on that chip because I'm all in. I'm all in with Jesus. I'm all in. He's going to take care of you. He promises to do that. So they're right here. Some mushrooms can help out if you need to and share them. But take one. Keep the uh, uh, the magic marker if you'd like to. Nobody has touched it except me. <laughs> When I ripped them out of that big old thing, uh, I had to open like 12 boxes of those things to get them because they got lots more of them. So please keep the marker, okay? (laughs) He forgives us, does he not? Yes. Permanently, he forgives us. It's that little permanent marker. And I I think that the red, I chose the red, and it reminds me of the blood of Jesus. And I chose the white chip. Because he says, wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. And for someone who loves me so much and they would die for me, I'm all in. I'm all in. So, and I'll keep mine in my pocket. And you got yours? Yep. Let me see. Let, let them see. Okay, so you have <laughs> some initials on us. So we know your initials now. Yep. Well, I would ask you just to bow your heads with me just for a quickie prayer. Would you reaffirm your faith in Christ? Or would you declare your faith in Him? Maybe for the very first time. Would you pray with me out loud right here? Heavenly Father.
0: Heavenly Father.
1: I believe that you love me.
0: I believe that you love me. That's
1: why you sent your son Jesus.
0: That's why you sent your son Jesus.
1: I believe He died in my place.
0: I believe He died in my
1: place. And He paid for all my sins.
0: And He paid for all my sins.
1: And then he rose from the dead.
0: And then he rose from the dead.
1: I believe Jesus is knocking at the door of my heart.
0: I believe Jesus is knocking at the door of my heart. And
1: I open wide that door.
0: And I open wide that door. And
1: I welcome Jesus.
0: And I welcome Jesus. Into every area
1: of my life.
0: Into every area of my life.
1: As my savior.
0: As my savior.
1: As my lord. As my lord. As my soon coming king.
0: As my soon coming king. And as
1: my dear friend.
0: And as my dear friend. I declare this day. I declare this day.
1: I'm all in.
0: I'm all in.
1: Because you are all in for me.
0: Because you're all in for me.